You are listening to the Light Catchers Podcast, a podcast of short stories written by me, your host, Cece Kimmel, for you, my fellow light catchers. What is a light catcher, you might ask? Well, it's anyone who can find the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly, and the light and the darkness. So if that describes you, these stories are yours. The first season is a series of stories about four friends who live in the forest and go on adventures. It's called, as you might guess, The Forest Friends. And as long as you're ready to listen, I'd like for you to sit back, kick up your feet, and catch the light with me. In the middle of the forest, in a cave beneath the roots of a giant oak tree, lived four friends. There was a fox named Fox, a bear named Bear, a doggy named Doggy, and a kitty cat they all called Kit. And every day they woke up in their cave beneath the roots of the giant oak tree, excited for an adventure. On this particular morning, Fox awoke before the sun came up and began sorting through his collection of maps. He had every kind of map you could imagine, topographical, geographical, really any type of graphical map. He had maps of the forest, maps of lands far away, maps of lands he made up, maps even of where he stored all of his maps. Needless to say, Fox loved maps and was excited anytime he got to use one. The night before, the forest friends all decided to go and explore Black Rock Canyon, a huge, deep canyon at the edge of the forest that connected their forest to the Black Rock Mountain Range to the north. They had all seen the canyon from the top, but never felt comfortable going into the canyon without a map. So, Fox made a map. It took him over a year of hiking to the canyon to survey it, but he finally made the map. Fox spent the waking moments before dawn gathering his map, as well as any other navigational materials, and setting them at the edge of the table outside the cave. He knew he needed to be organized if he was going to keep his friends safe on their adventure, and he took the safety of his friends very seriously. Shortly after dawn, Bear came out, greeted Fox with a high five, and began making coffee and breakfast. Doggy rolled out of bed shortly afterward, followed by Kit. Even though they were tired, they all felt the excitement of the day and smiled as they went about their morning routine, chatting about what they might find down in the canyon, and if it could actually be true that there were bugs at the very bottom the size of bear. I hope not, Kit said. If there are, I'm leaving that canyon quicker than you can say. Watch out, shouted Fox. Doggy was chasing a ball and accidentally bumped Bear while he was holding the lunches he packed. Bear lost his balance and began to fall while trying to balance the food he was carrying. Fox and Kit watched as though it was in slow motion as Doggy leapt out of the way and Bear rocked back and forth, up and down, until finally falling on the table with all of Fox's maps and supplies, throwing the food up into the air as the contents of the table crashed onto the forest floor. A giant cloud of dust covered the scene for a moment. Emerging from the dust, Bear walked out, holding his arm and furrowing his brow. 
Doggy, you have to watch where you're going. I'm so sorry, Bear. I'm just so sorry. Doggy's ears hung back and his tail was between his legs, a genuine expression of sorrow. Is everyone okay? Kit said as she walked toward Bear. She placed her tiny paw on Bear's shoulder and slowly patted. I'm okay. Thanks, Kit. And Doggy, I know you didn't mean to do it. You've just got to try and be a little more careful. Oh, I will be more careful, Bear. Doggy ran forward and began licking him, wagging his tail, and assuring him he would never ever trip him in the morning while chasing his ball before they go on an adventure to Black Rock Canyon ever again. Oh no, my maps! Fox was hunched over and staring at the ground where all of his maps, the maps he had spent all morning organizing, all the navigational tools, everything, was covering the forest floor in disarray. Oh no, indeed, Bear said. All the forest friends pitched in to help and tried to console Fox, who was trying to count all of his maps to make sure he hadn't lost one. After it was all cleaned up, the food packed up, and the dust settled back to the ground, Bear said, well, if we're going to do this, we need to leave now. Doggy and Kit agreed, and Fox, looking at the map he grabbed and the navigational tools he needed, said, okay, I guess. Let's hit the trail. Once they were all on the trail, the happy excitement they had before Doggy tripped Bear and made a mess returned. Kit was on Bear's back licking her paws and brushing her hair. Bear stopped occasionally to pick berries and take deep breaths of the crisp forest air. Doggy ran around in circles, rolling in the dirt and sniffing every tree. Fox led the group with a compass in hand and a map tucked into his pocket. He didn't need a map to get to the canyon, so he only brought the map of the canyon itself. The sun slowly climbed in the sky and the wind blew through the trees in a way that made the forest sound like a slow, tilting rain stick. The spring flowers were in bloom, and Doggy would pick them as he went so he could give them to Kit later. He also picked a special yellow flower for wise and beautiful Horsey, just in case he saw her that day. Bear loved the trail to the canyon because there were giant rocks he could climb up. Bear loved climbing to the top of one and jumping onto the next. Kit, on the other hand, did not like this much, and eventually got off Bear's back and followed Fox with her tail pointed straight into the air. Fox stopped every few minutes to see if he could hear the river at the bottom of Black Rock Canyon and took out his binoculars to try and get a glimpse of the black obsidian rock lining the canyon's edge. After about an hour on the trail, Fox called out to the forest friends that he saw the canyon, to which they all began to run and laugh. They knew exploring the canyon wouldn't be easy, but they all believed that the most fun things in the world were never easy, and usually required at least a little bit of risk. Fox pulled out his map, unrolling it with care and setting it on the ground. He squinted his eyes and began tilting his head back and forth. Hmm, something isn't right here. There should be a trail ahead just in front of us, but I am not seeing it on the map. It's over here, Bear interrupted. You were just off by a bit. Come on, everyone. It's time to do some exploring. Wait, but I... Fox tried to keep the others from following Bear, but they were too excited. So he rolled up his map and followed them. 
Bear was almost halfway down the side of the trail leading into the canyon when Fox started going down. Something was bothering Fox that he couldn't figure out, so he was moving slower than he usually did. Come on, Slowpoke, you're holding us up, Bear shouted again, his eyes wide as he took in the obsidian-filled walls of the canyon surrounding them. The sound of the river was everywhere, making it hard for the forest friends to hear each other. Small shoots of grass peeked out between the rocks, and the path they walked down was old, maybe ancient. As the trail leading into the canyon got close to the bottom, it split into two trails, one leading along the side of the canyon north toward the mountains, the other leading down the river. Bear, Doggy, and Kit all waited for Fox to get down to the fork in the trail before Kit asked, So where do we go now, Fox? And isn't it so beautiful? While Fox got out his map, Doggy sniffed down one trail, turned around, and sniffed down the other. Bear leaned his back against the cool black rock and wiped a bit of sweat from his brow. It really is beautiful, Kit, Bear said. Hmm, I can't seem to find where we are. Fox was scratching his head as he studied the map. His face was looking more confused with every second that passed. Let me take a look at it, Bear said as he grabbed it out of Fox's hand. Well, it looks like we should go that way, Bear pointed down toward the river. What makes you say that? I don't see any of this on the map, and I'm sure I was meticulous when I made it. Oh, can we please go down to the river? I want to run and jump and swim and play in it. Doggy was wagging his tail so fast, Kit was worried he was going to lift off the ground. Well, I don't want to go forward until I'm sure where we are, Fox tried to say. Are we exploring or not? Bear said, getting a little stern. I'm going this way. You can follow me if you like. Doggy followed Bear, not realizing the tension that was boiling up while Kit waited for Fox. The air was at least 10 degrees cooler in the canyon, so Kit walked up to get close to Fox, who was shivering as he studied the map. Maybe you missed a few things, Kit said kindly. It can happen to anyone, even to you, Fox. Thanks, Kit. I guess maybe I did. Fox and Kit began to walk down the path that led down to the river, and once they arrived, forgot about the confusion surrounding the map. The forest friends played for hours in the river at the bottom of the canyon, running and swimming, and studying the new rocks and plants they found. Kit was relieved to learn that the bugs at the bottom of the canyon were the same size as they were in the rest of the forest. Fox loosened up enough to even agree to floating downstream with the others. As the sun began to go down, the rays reflected off the black rock of the canyon cliffs, sending a cascade of light the forest friends had never seen before. It's like a rainbow, but backwards, Kit said. Doggy, who was rarely ever still, stopped and watched the refractions of the sun, happy to be with his friends in such a majestic place. Bear and Fox sat next to each other and smiled as they looked over at Kit and Doggy staring in amazement. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Bear said, giggling at his pun, but I do believe it's time we start heading back. We can make it through the forest in the dark, but I don't want to be in the canyon when the sun goes down. The forest friends agreed, even though they were sad to leave. 
Leaving the canyon felt like the night of Christmas. Even though they were still in the magic of it all, it somehow already felt behind them. Fox opened up the map to find the way back and looked around. Hmm, we must have moved down the river farther than I thought. Doggy and Bear began looking around as Kit got closer to Fox. What they didn't realize until that moment was how similar the canyon was everywhere they looked. All the rocks looked the same, and without any major landmarks, they couldn't tell one part of the canyon from another. Bear stood up on his big bear tippy toes to try and find the trail that led them down there. And then Fox let out a sound none of them had ever heard before. It was a mix between a gasp, a yell, and a scream. Bear, Doggy, and Kit all jumped and turned around to look at him. It's the wrong map. That's why I couldn't find the trail on this. It's the wrong map. Fox shouted with a kind of crazed look in his eyes. I must have picked up the wrong one after Doggy tripped Bear. This is a map labeled Black Block Canyon, a canyon I made up while we were stuck in our cave one day during a storm. It slowly began sinking in for all the forest friends. Suddenly, the black rock walls of the canyon looked less beautiful. They all began to shiver as they watched the light slowly fading beyond the ridge of the canyon. You mean to tell me that you led us into a canyon we've never been in, down to a river we've never swam in, all the while not even having the right map? Bear was mad. I led you down here? Fox replied. You were the one driving us down here when I was trying to figure this out. Fox was mad as well. I only did that because I thought you had the right map and we would be able to find our way out, Bear said, crossing his arms and moving towards Fox. You did that because you are impatient, Fox replied, crossing his arms as well. How could you pick up the wrong map? Well, why did you spill all the maps in the first place? Fox and Bear both looked at Doggy, who was hanging his head toward the ground and putting his tail between his shivering legs. Fox and Bear shouted together, This is your fault, Doggy. Fox continued to yell, If you hadn't been playing with your ball, not paying attention, Bear would have never tripped, and I would have never grabbed the wrong map, and we would have never went into a canyon and gotten lost. Doggy tried hard not to cry, but the tears still began to fall. Bear started to stomp away. I can't believe we're lost. Enough, shouted Kit. Her hair was standing straight up on her back and her eyes looked like fire in the darkening light. I am ashamed of you two. Blaming poor Doggy over here for being Doggy. Blaming each other for things you chose to do on your own. Blaming everyone but yourself. Doggy, Fox, and Bear all stopped and stood still as she spoke. This is not the way friends treat each other. This is not the way anyone should act. Now, we all made some mistakes, but none of us did so on purpose. And even if we did, yelling at each other, blaming each other, and making poor Doggy over here cry is not going to help us get unlost. Kit was majestic as she spoke. Even though she was shorter than the other forest friends, in that moment she seemed to tower above them. The wind itself and the light falling behind the canyon seemed to have stopped to hear what she said. Fox, bear, doggy, we're never lost if we're together. 
So let's stop fighting and start figuring out a way back home. Kit's eyes looked at each of her friends. One by one, Fox, Bear, and Doggy began to relax and turn to each other to apologize. I shouldn't have blamed you for this. I love how careful and thoughtful you are about our adventures, Bear said to Fox. I'm sorry I blamed you. The way you constantly push us to go further is what makes you such a good friend, Fox replied to Bear. Both of them turned to Doggy. And we are very sorry for saying what we said to you, Doggy. Don't ever stop chasing joy. Kit smiled as she watched, her pride welling up as her friends apologized to one another. Okay, well now that we've moved past that, we know that we were moving this way down the river, so let's just start walking the other way, Kit said, jumping in front of her friends and leading the way. For the next 30 minutes, the forest friends walked back along the river, staring at the canyon walls, trying to get a glimpse of the path that led them down there in the first place. Every once in a while, they thought they saw it, but it never was the trail. Finally, the light was gone and the canyon grew too dark for them to move. Now Kit was beginning to sob. Fox, Bear, and Doggy sat down next to her and put their paws on her tiny back. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just a little scared, Kit said, trying to wipe the tears from her eyes. You don't need to be afraid, Kit, Bear said. Remember, we're never lost if we're together. Kit smiled back at them as they all held each other. Fox reached into his pocket and pulled out a flint and steel while Doggy and Bear gathered some sticks. Within minutes, they had a fire going, and Kit began to sing. There's a canyon deep and still, and you'll find it in hills in the hills beside the trees will you walk straight there with me will you walk straight there will you walk straight there through the hills beyond the sky Will you travel down? Will you travel down? Down the canyon by and by. As Kit sang, they all looked up at the night sky and the smoke dancing in the moonlight and the stars and planets scattering the dark and forgot for a moment that they were lost. Well, I guess we're going to sleep here. I think if we all cuddle together by the fire, we'll be okay, Bear said. I just can't believe we didn't find the trail, Fox said. Can we talk about why you drew a made-up map of the canyon, or is it still too soon? Kit said and laughed. The rest of the friends laughed too. Doggy, however, stopped laughing after a while and got serious. I know that we're going to be okay but I really don't like being away from home. I miss our cave. Doggy and the rest of the friends all felt sad with him and wondered if they'd be able to find their way in the morning. As they stood still thinking about the morning, they felt a swoosh of air pass by their heads. Before any of them could say anything, they felt another swoosh and then an unexpected but familiar voice called out to them. What are y'all doing here? 
The forest friends couldn't see her, but they recognized the voice immediately. Brenda, they all shouted. Brenda the bat appeared out of the darkness and landed in front of the fire. I can't believe you are down here right now. What are you doing here? Why would you all be down in a canyon at this time of night? Brenda was concerned and a bit excited to see them. Well, Brenda, Fox said, we're lost. Brenda's eyes got big. Oh no, you all must be so scared. Well, don't you worry. I've got what you call the sonar and I can find anything you need in the dark. Really? Kit said, running forward to give Brenda a hug. Of course. Now, what are y'all looking for? Brenda loved Kit's hugs and couldn't stop smiling. Well, we came down on a trail that led up the side of the canyon, but can't find the trailhead in the dark, Bear said. Never fear, just one moment. Brenda opened up her mouth and pointed her ears forward. Oh, it's right over here. Sure enough, about 10 yards beyond where they set up camp was the trail that led back up to the top of the canyon. We were that close, Bear said in disbelief. Yep, now follow me and stay close. I'll get you all back home. The forest friends followed closely behind Brenda the Bat, who used the sonar to lead them back up the canyon, back through the forest, and all the way back home. When Doggy, Kit, Bear, and Fox saw the glistening lantern that hung outside their cave, they all cried and ran to it. Doggy ran around sniffing everything while Bear, Fox, and Kit all turned around and gave Brenda a big hug. I can't tell you how thankful we are. We thought we were going to be lost all night, Fox said, finally noticing just how tired he was. Oh, you were never lost. You had each other, Brenda said with a wink. Well, we're glad we have you, Kit said, laying on Bear's back yawning. Doggy ran up. Do you want to stay? Are you going to be okay? None of them knew where his energy was coming from. Oh, don't worry about me. I was made for the night, and I saw a nice apple a ways back I'd love to munch on. Y'all go to bed. Brenda was beaming as she flew away, and the forest friends all laughed with relief. Fox walked over to the table and began sorting and cleaning the maps and other navigational tools that were strewn about the forest floor. What an enormous catastrophe, Fox said. Bear held out his paw. Fox, let's go to bed. We'll all help you clean it in the morning. Fox shook his head in approval as he let out the biggest yawn of his life. Okay, I guess we'll do it in the morning. They all walked into their cave beneath the roots of the giant oak tree and laid down with a thud. Bear lay down first, and then Fox, and then Doggy, and then Kit, each one of them snuggling in and slowly blinking their eyes. Hey, Kit, Doggy yawned. Could you sing us that song you sang down in the canyon? Kit snored in response, and the others giggled. Well then, Fox, Doggy yawned again. Will you tell us a story? Of course, Doggy, Fox said. In the middle of the forest, in a cave under the roots of a giant oak tree, lived four forest friends. Fox was planning on telling the incredible adventure of them getting lost in Black Rock Canyon, only to be rescued by Brenda the Bat. But shortly after he started the story, he, along with Bear and Doggy, fell asleep. Outside, the same moon that sent beams along the black rocks of the canyon sent silver light through the slow-moving trees. 
A fog settled along the floor as the forest slept, and the twilight lullabies of the forest sang into the cave, where the forest friends, exhausted from the day, slept peacefully. Thank you for listening to the Lightcatchers podcast. If you like these stories, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast as well as review us on iTunes. You can learn more about C.C. Kimmel at C.C. Kimmel.